0: Hi, Sean McCracken and Trevor Simpson once again here from the the last full day of high-tech 2023 along with really the only full day of the revenue optimization conference which is part of HSMAI's marketing strategy no commercial strategy week (laughs) it's a mouthful Um, so Trevor another day here in toronto what's what are you hearing what are your big takeaways from the day
1: so i did sit in on a couple of the rock panels to end my day and both of them were heavily geared toward the meshing of the three disciplines of revenue management sales and marketing all coming together and working as one team toward a singular goal and I heard a lot about what it takes to be a good commercial strategist to bring the three together. And you don't necessarily have to be good at all three of those things to be a good commercial strategist. You have to be Mm -hmm. good at the intangible stuff. So that's being a good leader, being good at cultivating relationships and maybe most importantly, being flexible to change because What all three of those fields look like today is a lot different than what it looked like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And 10 years from now, it's going to look a lot different than it does today. So they have to be flexible to change and be open to change. And something else I heard that I thought was interesting was that you hear often about those three spaces being lumped together, the revenue, management, marketing, and sales. But I heard that also spaces like it need to be in consideration when it comes to data cleanliness and stuff like that so it's a little bit broader of an umbrella than maybe what it was first thought of as
0: yeah i mean it makes sense that revenue kind of bridges the gap between you know data analytics and it in a way Mm -hmm. that you know sales and marketing might not but also there's big components of analytics and marketing and a lot of other things right it was i mean i've heard some talk about that today too and it it is interesting um i heard one mention that obviously to make that the work of those three disciplines hum the way they're supposed to you have to be a good collaborator and open to different like looking at the world in a different way than other people um because you know revenue managers see things one way and marketing people will see it a different way. They have different functions. They're just fundamentally different people right. in a lot of ways. So, well,
1: That's another thing. they said that it might, or I'm saying they said, some people said today. People say. People yeah. say <laughs> that uh, it might not be that bad of a, an idea to start with new employees who maybe are starting in one facet and mm-hmm. expose them to all three of them so that they're well versed in all three as they grow in the in the field because right now yeah most people are just experts in one and don't know much about the other
0: yeah and you don't want to get too specialized and too niche at any point in your career i mean even when you say like revenue management's different at a select service small hotel Mm -hmm. versus a large full service hotel so getting more diversity in your background and more professional experience is obviously a useful thing. Doesn't hurt. So, um, I think my big takeaway from today is that people really like to talk about AI, which is shocking they at a do. tech conference. I um, heard a lot about the pros and the cons. I mean, there's there is, I feel like there's a really palpable sense of excitement about what it could mean down the road. And, I mean, there's obviously applications for it today, specifically about, you know, the generative AI stuff. But I do hear, like, a lot of people questioning just in the short term, like, it's so, there's so much buzz around it. But is it really as big of a deal as people want it to be or believe it to be? Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it's going to be one of those things where it'll be big. People hype it up to the point where, no amount of adoption of it will be like live up to that hype Mm -hmm. and then eventually it'll get digested into the ecosystem of how people use technology right but um i mean i think some people right now are worried like is this just the next generation of chat bots which like great that's useful for streamlining customer service but like that's not going to redefine the industry Right. There was some talk about high-tech about using it more of as a productivity tool, which is an interesting short-term use of it, like a lot of just running ideation through chat GPT and the like and just having it give you, like, give it very specific prompts and it'll give you suggestions on roads you can go down, which is useful for anyone in their professional life, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I heard that a lot as well where... It could have some applications, but there has to be a human who's actually analyzing mm-hmm. what the AI is telling you or what yeah. the chatbot is telling you.
0: Well, I mean, and that's, that's the thing about it in general is you have to be not necessarily skeptical of what it's telling you, but you have to fact check it. You have to consider it against reality because all it's doing is, you know, trolling, not trolling, but like, it's, it's just grabbing as much information as it can and guessing what you want to hear, right? So yeah. then you have to put that through a critical lens and say, well, is this what I want? And at the same time, you do have to be skeptical about what it's putting out into the universe about you because a lot of people say, like, that content that it pushes out, if somebody says, tell me about X hotel, like, there's no guarantee that that's accurate too, mm-hmm. which is a frustrating thing for hoteliers who have no power on how to fix that. right? The other thing I heard a lot about today is people having issues getting to Toronto or just the conference in general, uh-huh. which makes me feel better about our, com- our conversation yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like more and more people telling me that they had a really hard time getting in or hearing about people who just couldn't get in in general.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Nothing to add there, Trevor.
1: Well, yeah, I heard that too. I heard that too. I have my sources. Yeah. Uh- <laughs>
0: It is funny to me. I talked to somebody else who also came in from Cleveland and was on that same flight I was supposed to be on on Monday mm-hmm. and was like, yeah, I just drove after that. And it's like, yes, that's what I should have done.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think I ever considered. what. How far is the drive from Cleveland? So
0: I think if you run it through Google Maps, it says four and a half hours. That's obviously dependent on how, you know, traffic and how quickly you drive. Yeah. Um. For me personally, and I I realized after the fact that um, it would have been a really pleasant drive for me because I start in Cleveland, Mm -hmm. drive through Erie, which is where I grew up, so I could stop and get my favorite donuts in the entire world. Mm -hmm. By the time I hit Buffalo, it'd be lunchtime so I could get some wings. And then the rest of the way to Toronto, like that's almost that's an ideal day for me yeah that sounds
1: that sounds nice for you it sounds like four and a half hours to me but
0: well it it would have been significantly faster than what i ended up doing that day which is sitting around for more than 24 hours waiting to get on a plane so
1: well if i got to the airport two minutes after i did yesterday then i would have been been doing it yeah
0: you would have ended up driving to toronto Uh All right, Trevor, any other interesting takeaways just in general? Any impressions from Toronto today other than bad air quality Mm -hmm. and going to see the Blue Jays in a minute?
1: Yeah, excited to check out the Rogers Center. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Dome is closed, though, because of the smog, which is a bummer.
1: It is a bummer. Yeah, I like a good outdoor baseball game. I, I don't need to get into this, but I do think that is one thing that baseball needs to do. Why are there still rain delays? I think every team should have a dome.
0: Oh, okay. I I thought you were going in a different direction with this. I thought you were going to say it should be like play football the and they just yeah, play no. through the elements. <laughs> <laughs> um so every team should have a dome. This is the Trevor Simpson hot yeah, take not, of the day. Not
1: like a permanent dome, but every team should have a retractable roof so that we're not dealing with rain delays in the year of 2023.
0: Retractable roofs are really expensive, and you know who pays for these, right? <laughs> like,
1: oh, I'm sure it's the owner.
0: <laughs> do you want to pay the taxes in Cleveland to turn Progressive Field into a retractable dome?
1: Yeah, I'm alright with some rain delays. <laughs> yeah,
0: I've sat I've, I've sat through enough rainy days in Cleveland waiting for a game to happen. Like it would be nice, but I don't want to foot that bill.
1: Yeah, but um, conference was great. Enjoyed my first full conference uh here in Toronto. Got mm-hmm. to meet some new people, which is always a nice thing. And uh, yeah, had a good time.
0: All right, well, so signing off from. Wednesday in Toronto. It's Sean McCracken and Trevor Simpson. Stay tuned to hotelnewsnow.com for more.